This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome to That Friday Night Live uh, from That Millwall Podcast. Um, tonight we do have a few other guests joining us. Before I introduce the fella uh, who is uh, that way even, um, there's been a few people asking, uh, Spencer is one on Twitter, has been asking um, uh, where's Mickey or where's the uh, uh, Barrett's brother? Uh, the right said Fred Giff has been um, banded about a little bit on Twitter. Um, allegedly, Mickey has made it through the first round of interviews for the for the manager's job. So um, he is unavailable again. There is a rumour going around, though, guys, that Mickey will be back on Sunday evening. He may be able to give us the results of who's going to be the Millwall manager. It may even be him himself, but... We'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Uh, joining me tonight, we have in the stream uh, the one and only, the married at first sight connoisseur, Joe Zampa. How are you? I'm um, I'm good, Stephen. I'm right. I tell you what, I can't. I don't understand how no one else is into married at first sight, the UK version at the moment. I know it's trash TV at its finest, but it's addictive. You know, you look at these, these people. It's just it's just a good watch. It's easy watch. You know, nice evening, you relax, you don't have to think too hard, just chill out. I just watch the carnage unfold. So um, <laughs> I reckon all you lot there taking the uh, the mickey out of me are um, closet fans, really. Just not admitting <laughs> it, but, but there you go. And and just joining the stream a little bit late, it does look like he's in pitch black at the minute. Um, I mean, do you need <laughs> extra lighting? I'll provide some now to one side of my face. Sorry. There we go. There we go. Now you can all see him. We're joined... 
by Dan. Dan, how are you this evening? Good evening. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm alive. I don't know whether I'm excited or shitting it for tomorrow, really. No, I, I, I quite agree. Uh, Tony, morning. Please don't tell me that Warnock is in the running. Um, possibly. I'm not sure. My, my second favourite, Stephen, <laughs> called Sky Bet. Well, yeah, but we, the, the betting odds are a little bit... Um, Joe, mate, if you could... lumped 50 quid on Nathan Jones now, he'd probably go to favourites, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh hello Gaza, hello uh Alex, evening Dan, Ted, uh my mum Monica, who actually come to the game on Tuesday. Um she wasn't a good luck oh, omen, so she won't be coming again. Hello, she won't be coming Ted. again. <laughs> um uh, short odds on Mickey. Hello, Mike. Hope you hope you're well. Uh David Evening, Mike again. Even Monica we're Pink Hat. Waiting. We're just waiting for Ben to confirm or, or Anthony if Anthony's on the stream tonight. Who has uh, been well, in Trafford Centre this week? Ben is currently. It's a hot, sorry. No, Ben is currently waiting for a curry. So uh, when he's in, when he does join the stream, guys, just give him give him dogs abuse. His curry's come before us. Uh, Daily Mill, hope you're well. Um, Alex S. Joe, I spend my Friday nights watching free boats discussing mills, so I'm in no position to <laughs> criticise your TV habits. <laughs> Alex, Alex, we 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 appreciate the support, mate. We really, really do. <laughs> and John, evening to you. Right, guys. Um, unfortunately, we haven't really done anything. We've done a show since the the Blackburn game, so I suppose we have to start with start with that. Um, it just wasn't very good after the first 15 minutes or so, was it? Huff and puff, but not a lot of quality. No, I think that's fair. I think, to be honest, yeah, you can't criticise, you know, you know, the huff and puff. I mean, really, it was probably a 1-0 game, wasn't it? Because it was two really bad pieces of goalkeeping. One for either side, and, you know, obviously, Brian's down injured, doesn't doesn't get up, you know, obviously. Well, no, obviously, the full extent of the injury, you know, it's not me digging him out or anything. You know, obviously, I think he's been a good player for us, but obviously, there is injury concerns with him. You know, they break down that wing, score a good goal. So, you know, that's that's that really, isn't it? So, yeah, there was a lot of huff and puff, just sadly not enough end product attacking quality from us on, on the night. No, I mean, evening, Ken, born free, die free, Carl and Peter, this is a great comment. Chris, you can always um, you can always rely on Chris Brown. How many dans does it take to change a light bulb? Um, <laughs> fantastic. Than one, Chris, <laughs> um, like he's around a campfire singing Kumbaya, yeah. isn't he? All he needs is an acoustic guitar. I'll take the comment off so we can see his, the full face and get the full yeah. effect of the light in there. Like um, <laughs> Joe, um, good start on on uh, Tuesday against Blackburn. And it really looked like we'd come out the traps to kind of try and, you know, four at the back, mm. get at them. And we did, we tried to press. I thought the press was really, really impressive for 10 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. then it just fell apart. Yeah. I mean, you always know what you get from Bradshaw, didn't you? He's always going to be pressing and he'll, he'll press the last minute of the game. Uh, but what was interesting is that he was pressing, Zian was pressing as well, right from the off, like you say, and they're kind of encouraging um, the, the players are pressed with them. You see quite often Fleming or Bradshaw turning over there and looking at Marku to to press as well. And and it's quite good. It's very different style. Um, I was watching thinking, you know, under Rabbit in this situation, we'll be sat back deep, waiting for them to attack us or try and play through our lines. Whereas um, we started really positively. Like I said, we were, we were on the front foot. We were pressing them. We, were, we forced their defenders and, and their goalkeepers to a couple of errors, although they managed to get out of them. 
But it's, a, it's what we want to see. We want to see, especially at home, playing on the front foot, pressing their defenders. But I don't know whether it's tiredness or what, but towards the end, they, they did kind of like sit back a bit too deep again, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, that, that comment there kind of reiterates a little bit from John. They look fitter, quicker than us. Um, the next call up here is similar saying, to what... Sandy, for most games, that's uh, this season, to be honest. Mm. Feels like that's what we've been saying. I thought Blackburn were really good. I feel like you could see they weren't overly confident when they had the ball in their defensive third. They did make quite a lot of errors in the ball, I think. But the passing, the speed, the link-up play, the movement when they got the ball up to the front three was, you know, something that just we haven't seen from a Millwall side for, for a while. No, their, their movement was very good. I think, again, fitness fitness seems to be a, a reoccurring, reoccurring theme, which is not... It's not good because at Millwall, that's a basic. That's a, you know, hard work and be fitter, be be hungry. If you haven't got those qualities, you, you're kind of struggling a little bit. Um, spooky Dan for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blackburn are a bogey team. Mickey twin out. Um, Blackburn are a bogey team. It's only one win in 16 league fixtures against Blackburn. So um, I'm sure we'll all be queuing up. And I'm, and well, I'm led to... If I'm right, one, one win in 16. In 16 league games, and, I thought, and I know what you're going to say the one win nobody was there to see. No, that what I was going to say is that when we play them away from home, I believe it's your birthday. It is my birthday. <laughs> so um, that's going to be uh... exploring possibilities of going up there for it because I couldn't think of anything else. I mean, better better to do than spend my 22nd birthday in Blackburn. We desperately need Kevin Muscat. The link between the midfield and attack non-existent. Need to play free in midfield, pushing up. That's interesting, Tony. We'll come back onto that because um, I, I do have something that I was going to talk about with our midfield. Um, I actually feel for AB as he's tried to be a little bit more positive, but it just hasn't worked. Um, no attacking coaches shows look like we don't know what to do in the final third. Hashtag Schultz and Bradders and should Truman get a few games, but it's just a mistake waiting to happen now. So on a couple of those, so we'll come back to the that question about the keeper. Mm-hmm. With our midfield, do we think that all of our midfielders, and I know obviously I'm very pro George Savile, but do we think that all of our midfielders are a little bit samey? They're all then none of them have anything really different between them mm, i think it's 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 the job they're asked to do aren't they i mean certainly under rabbit you can tell they were told to be very defensive minded not to get forward too much um i mean savile's told that told me that on, on, on occasion once where not say he's been restricted under rabbit but he made comparisons where his first did work played for us where he was had, had the likes to get forward and get amongst the goals and whatever whereas under rabbit he's basically been told to to sort of be more defensive minded so Although Barrett might have changed that somewhat slightly, given a little bit more freedom, if you like, you can't help but a lot of that's been ingrained in them the last sort of four years, where they're just thinking defensive first, maybe. But I think that I think they're, they're slightly different. I mean, Donore, I think, is much more comfortable on the ball. I think he looks to play balls through through the lines, through midfield to attack a bit better. Mitchell seems to run well the ball. Savile obviously likes his, his tackling. He's very, very strong. You know, he's a presence on, on the field. Um, and then you've got Alan Campbell, who I don't really know what, what he does. I mean, he got an assist for uh, for Fleming, didn't he, the, uh, the other day? Mm. Where, wherever he meant it, I don't know. But, just before, hold on, hold on. Just before we carry on, um, 
breaking news and um this guy has been wandering around the golf course he's been trying to get Millwall promoted on football manager he sacked off the beginning of the show for his curry I introduce you to the football manager connoisseur and Alan Campbell fan club owner Ben <laughs> how are yeah, you Ben I've just caught the end of that so right Joe we're going to start off there <coughs> can, we, can we not start on Campbell say again <laughs> can we not start on Campbell Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> you, want, you want to start something more positive, do you? Yeah, I think in, so, mate. I was I about to say, if we're starting this on a positive note, Ben, what, what was your curry order? I feel like this is a good Friday night question. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you know what? It's going to be very controversial. Now I've moved up north, I have to order chips with a curry. That wasn't a no, thing. Really? That wasn't That wasn't a thing until I moved up north. And obviously, <clears throat> my ex is a, is a northern girl. So that's been introduced to me. So I've got... Um, you know what, though, Ben? That's what Mickey eats as well. Like I think it's, Mickey, a, it's a very Northern thing. I think, he goes to a, a curry house. He'll only eat chips with curry sauce. Oh no! I, so I have a curry as well, and rice and garlic and garlic. Oh, and then you, you just oh, the yeah, yeah, chips. It's not as bad as Mickey then. Into like no, no, no. tikka masala or whatever you have. Yeah, so I have a I have a spicy tikka masala, um, pilau rice, bombaloo, garlic naan, and chips. I thought I had to I had to order the chips tonight because I was obviously under strict instruct strict instructions not to slander anyone by our leader because I've had a few right. pints. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, pretty warm, really. The shandy, yeah. the shandies have been flowing um, in yeah. Ben's household, guys. Um, what course. the? <laughs> They did play around us as we sat up now. Several teams have done this to us now. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Mike. I, uh, ben, you've come in. We were talking about um, the topic of conversation was, or the question was, are our midfielders too samey? Yeah, I think so. I think it was something I said after the Preston game. I think Casper and probably even Campbell were similar. I think Savile similar. We don't have. We don't seem to have that sort of forward thinking midfielder. I know Campbell is. Probably well, but for Luton, he played in a ten, right? He played, he played behind the striker, I think. Um, but I think so. I think he was more, really? yeah. I think he was a more of a forward threat mm. than he has been for us. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that was one of the question marks I had when we signed Campbell was, did we need someone that is very similar to what we've got? Does he offer anything different um, to the guys that I've already mentioned? So yeah, I think they probably are. Mm. Yeah. Um, other than SA, I agree with Stephen. SA, I'm not sure about SA playing in midfield. I know it's something that um, yeah. that, that he's tinkered with, but I'm not sure. Um, David here, what's going on with our new manager? Any news, gents? Unfortunately not. We know as much as as you. The rumours are going round about Bill, all, all Walnut. The, the interviews have begun. Yes, that's that's all we or, can say. Or have they? Or have they? I mean, there's lots of rumours saying that they have. Some say they haven't. They're going to start next week. And they're planning to see all these guys, likes of Bill, Eustace and Warnock and the rest of it. So it's very hard to believe, you know, either yeah. version really, because, you know, one, one's got to be wrong, isn't they, you know, if not both. Our home form is relegation form, end of. I, I completely yeah, agree. It, um, I the moment. It's four, four it's, home wins in 14 games since the start. Yeah, it's not good enough. It's mm. not good enough. Uh, ben in That's for manager, yeah. hashtag Bradder's mum. Absolutely, whip it curry, chips in curry sauces, Chinese. Um, <laughs> yeah, afternoon, no, Daniel. Where, where, uh, where, where are you, Daniel? Which part of the world are you? Afternoon, would that be America? 
Could it possibly be America yeah. or Canada? They usually uh, walk behind us, isn't it, by about six, eight hours or whatever, yeah. Do you think Casper and Sav could play in a diamond? We'd love to see, I'm assuming that Sav get forward as he used to. I think this could be work. I think this could work. I like this uh, idea. Probably have either Leonard or Billy at the base, depending on who you want to play as your two centre halves. You'd probably have to play with a four back for it to work. Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, you'd have to. And I think that I think Leonard would be the prime person to play in that holding midfield role because he's got the legs to do it. But it would be it would be fantastic. I think it'd be fantastic to see Evan uh, Evans. Jesus Christ, he's back. Uh, not Evans. Uh, Savile. In mm. that kind of attacking, attacking um, left midfield left position, left do we yeah. do we think that do we think that Sav's quick enough to play that role now? I think if yeah. you took away the responsibility of any kind of tracking back, I know Savile's the sort to put a foot in and stop attacks. But if you take that away from him, kind of get him concentrating on on pushing further forward, I, I think that would take out the need to to have that yard of pace. If that makes sense. Um, to be honest, it was. It, I was more thinking. Do you know, I'm is thinking. He, who, is who is, is he quick-footed play. enough now at thirty? Do, do, you, know, do you know what I mean? Has he got that work? honeymoon? Go on. Came off off the bench and had a great it's game. Like, I thought it's like Dan's having his own little show at the moment, isn't he? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on my usual. I'm not on my usual device tonight. Sorry. So, like, all right. I think so. I'm blaming. <laughs> But yeah, I thought Honeyman had a great game when he came on on Tuesday night. Personally, I think he could be somebody yeah. who could play probably in one if we wanted to play that diamond. He could probably be somebody who plays one of the like wide centre midfielders. Yeah. One of the two. How, how did Mickey's interviews go? The man himself should be back on Sunday to talk a little bit more about this. But um, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to give too too much away. Um, John Parr, I'm not sure. Sa is the golden ticket. Apart from the goal at Barra, he hasn't done a lot. I he think it's played quite, a lot, to be fair, is he? Yeah, that's that. You've got to take that. I don't mm. think he's played enough. Um, chips and curry sauce uh, is a must. Daniel is it, from Canada. Just uh, on the SA thing, Stephen, I was going to say, obviously, we saw it midweek against Blackburn. Could you imagine if we had Amaku and SA, which a lot of people have been crying out for, and mm. just having them in wide positions and giving it away as much as Amaku did on both sides? It would just be. Yeah, I, I, I maintain it that the SA is just not a winger. He's he, to me, he's you, you're going to get the best out of him, and it's unfortunate because Fleming is obviously going to have. Well, for now, he's going to have the shirt. I think you need him more central. I think Amaku is the same. I don't, I don't see Amaku as a winger just because he's fast. Uh, initially, I fell into that trap myself and thought, get him out wide, get him running at fullbacks. But it's the tracking back, and it's the other side of the job that perhaps he's not that used to doing. People last week were talking about the under-21s and how SA played one side and Amaku played the other. I don't know how much tracking back Nugent would have asked those two lads to do. I really don't. I don't, I don't know how that's, much. That, it, that's a completely different, I'd imagine, game as well. Yeah. Right? Like we're talking about championship-level football mm. to under-21s. But, and also, like, they're, they're a decent side, aren't they, under-21? So, I guess but they're playing against teams that are... Obviously yeah, they're going to be on the front foot the all the time, aren't they, Jay? They've got a lot more of the ball. They're on the front foot, exactly. Whereas, you know, playing in the middle first in the championship against these multi-million pound players everywhere um, is a different game. You're going to get less of the ball. You're going to have to do more tracking back. It's a completely different different ball game, isn't it? And, and you know you know when Rowett used to say... Like about people's defensive work, you, I, I think you can just from seeing Amaku. When was it Tuesday night? Wednesday night? 
you, you, you could see that, right? You can mm. see that defensive side and how important it was that when he does lose it or whoever loses it high up the pitch, you're about doing that defensive work. Yeah. And also, you, you're ruining our, our best players. If you're having to get them tracking back, tracking back all the time, when we do get these rare opportunities when we're attacking, that a lot of them are, are out. You've got no energy. You can see that they're a bit knackered and they can't really play on the front foot, can they? So it's, it's a big ask, isn't it? Sorry, I'm just. You sure Mickey was up for the manager's job and not the team hairdresser? Chris is <laughs> Chris is on fire. He's on fire tonight. He's he, last week he was being nice to him, and now that's it. He's just ripped the band aid off. Um, <laughs> Mickey was, was saying you have a weird to us on a group chat. He's like, why does everyone keep ripping rip, rip, rip this out all the time? <laughs> I think, he lo- I think he loves it secretly. Oh, he like, does. He does. Yeah. He does. Um, uh, the question of pace is our biggest problem. We have none of it, so we rely on moving the ball quickly, which we don't do. Everything is so static. SA and Amaka are exciting, but work in process. Uh, progress. Yeah, that that is mm. it. Uh, you And this is what I said last week, I think, to Ben, um, you know, the difference it must have been watching someone that can run with the ball and get us up the pitch really, really quickly at Preston in Amaku. You know, if he doesn't play... Norton Cuffey perhaps has a little bit of pace from from right back, yeah, but right, yeah. but it's just it's just slow, passive mm. build up football, and and you know teams win the ball back, and and Black, but don't get me wrong, Blackburn going forward were, were pretty good, but I just feel like I just feel like they look good because they move quicker than us, they run, they they want mm. the ball. Our players are just like no, go backwards, go sideways, and it's just a little bit, it's yeah. just it's just a little bit static. I think also the formation doesn't suit us too much. I mean, I know he's gone back to the kind of 4-2-3-1, didn't he, um, last game against Blackburn, which we kind of play a lot last season, to be fair. Um, but it just seems that the players we've got don't suit that kind of system. Um, where we have to go with three in midfield, maybe bring Honeyman in, in, in the midfield, give us that bit of spark and that bit of energy and a bit of attacking breadth. I also like to see, I don't know about you guys, but I want to see Fleming a little bit more higher at the pitch. I don't know about you, but I just feel... I'm fed up seeing him playing so deep. Like I, I, I've been saying to this, I mean, my dad have been talking about this, Joe. I think I wouldn't be against Fleming playing up top with Bradley. Yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%. Especially, especially when we go a little bit more direct and we say it all the time. I don't need to go for my love for Bradders and his mum, but when we go more direct, he gets <laughs> gobbled up by, by centre-halves in the league. Always yeah. does. Fleming's got that bit of presence to be able to hold it up. He's decent in the air. I'm not really? saying I want to go direct to Fleming, but well, he's you got can. that you can, but yeah, you. Can, you can. Yeah, yeah. He's got more chance to win the header than ben Bradley has. And also, Bradley sorry has. to interrupt you, um, Dan, what, uh, Ben, while you're on flow there, full flow, but you're absolutely spot on there because the amount of times I saw Bradshaw, his first touch was dreadful when the ball was hit up to him against Blackburn. And the, yeah. the ball was, was you know, taken away from him or, you know, and it would never hold the ball up. Well, well actually, on, having Fleming there, you know, even alongside Bradshaw or Maku, whoever you want to pick, at least you like think he's going to hold that ball up or, or flick it on his head or something, you know. Yeah. Sorry, mate, carry on. Sorry. No, I, I was just going to say, actually, I think it will help Bradders having that because yeah. his runs are in between the fullbacks, getting in behind, doing mm. the hard sort of running. If Fleming's yeah. able to hold it up and spinning defenders or flicking it on, I think we're just going to see a better Bradders then. You're going to you're going to see more from him because. Everyone criticises him every week about, oh, he didn't win a header, he, he didn't hold it yeah. up. But that's not his game. That isn't nah. Tom Bradshaw's game. He, he hasn't got a chance of doing that. 
No. That's right. Exactly. And you want to see him in that six-yard box, don't you? You know. Yeah, between the posts. Between the posts. Exactly. That's where he's most dangerous. He's a poacher. You're asking a poacher to play in a different position. Okay, I know it's still a forward, but you're still asking him to play in the target man position, which is not his game. And although I think he, he did really, really well end of last season to adapt to target man role, because you see him winning headers and really working his, his nuts off and getting clattered by defenders... But you're still asking not to do it. And then this season, I just think it's a little bit short of where we need him to be in, in that kind of breath. Mm. Also, guys, I don't know how you feel about this, and also the guys watching and listening here. Do you feel we've got enough players in the box? I mean, the amount of times balls are getting in or crosses getting in, you've got Bradshaw in there, and you've got nobody else in the box with like four defenders around him. You know, and again, that, that's what I mean, Joe. If you have if you have Fleming in there, who's a yeah. decent, he's decent in the air. In, in the air as well, yeah. Yeah, you just got to a much better chance. There's no point putting the ball in the box really to Bradders because mm. uh, I know he scored, he scored a decent head against Sheffield United, didn't he? But it was yeah. sort of a glancing mm. one. But yeah, uh, yeah know, it, think, in the main. Yeah, I think Nisbet can do that lone striker role fairly well. Probably better than, than most we've got playing at the moment. But I think you've got to go with two. You've got to go with either a target man with pace. So you're looking at maybe like a Fleming and a, and a Maku or a Nisbet if he's fit and a Maku. Um, or you're going to go for a target man and a poacher. But I think it depends where we are in the game. If we're chasing a game, you could do it with, with a poacher there because obviously you want to get crosses in and make things happen. But when it's nil-nil or we're losing one-nil, sorry, we're winning one-nil, sorry, you want to have that pace. And, the, and Maku, I think, is much more effective in a more of a central role with, with another target man where we can play the ball through defenders and over defenders and get them chasing on the counter. Playing him out wide, yes, it can be quite effective, but all he's going to do is try and get crosses in. And again, Bradshaw's on his own with like four defenders around him, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. Just, so just on Carl's just point there, Stephen, before you, you go to the next um, comment. So what I noticed the other night was Blackburn sat in a lot more than Preston. Obviously, Preston come at us a bit more and it yeah. allowed Amaku to have a lot more space on the break for him to run into. But when Blackburn was sat in that sort of mid-low block, he had no space to run into and he was just running mm. a, a fullback and a winger. Can I also say there, uh, to add to that point, um, uh, Ben, was in against the Preston game, wasn't Amaku playing in a front two um, with Fleming behind him and Bradshaw because we played five at the back that game, whereas against Blackburn, we played four with a th- and he played on the left on the left side. Yeah, the track it, it, it seemed like he was sort of playing in a wide 10 role. Like it wasn't a, it wasn't up front with Bradders. It was sort of, I say it was like he a had 10, but sort of just out wide. Yeah, 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 exactly that. He was about a bit more freedom. He had a bit more freedom to be able to yeah. like, drift out wide and stuff like that and like, then go into the middle, whereas like, when mm. we played it, and probably go over to the other side a little bit. Whereas but when where, he was playing 4-2-3-1 on the left, he was pretty much told just to stick to the left. But yeah. as I say, Dan, mm. when, when Preston had more of the ball, so then when we broke, he had a lot more space to run into because their full-back was sort of pushing up as well and it gave him probably it played into his hands in, in terms of what he's good at. But say against Blackburn, they sat in that mid-low block and he was, yeah. he had a wing back and a, and a winger to try and beat. And he obviously just, he, he didn't have the, the space to, to run into yeah. me. The, the point, the point you're making there, can I just I mention that Connor there, Connor's point, I think is excellent. Um, yeah. And, and, I, and I've, I've been saying this for the last sort of few weeks, you watch, you know, our midfielders, what they do, but you know, Denore is someone who I think, is, is absolutely spot on. I mean, he's very clever. He plays with his brain. You know, he's, he's always wanting the ball, but he creates space for himself to receive the ball. So he gets the ball, he's looking to turn and play the ball forward. He's, he's always trying to make things happen. 
Um, and his movement is brilliant, brilliant. I'm glad that Connor picked up on that because I noticed that as well. Not just on the ball, off the ball, but you know, just his movement, the way he is. Yeah. If you ever watch him, I know it's quite sad to kind of focus on one player when you're watching a game. You, you, you tend to watch where the ball's going, but if you just keep an eye on what um, Denore does, Casper, his movement and his awareness and the positions he takes up and the one touch, two touch and stuff, it's phenomenal, you know, incredible. Yeah, I, I, I've, I think Denore is someone that you see how good he is and just imagine how good he might be if we were better performing team. better or in a better team. In a fully yeah. function. Oh, by the way, just want to say something, Ed. I spoke to his, his dad. Um, if if um, if, you're, if you're watching um, Cohen, I had a really good conversation with Dan. I'm going to meet him in a couple of weeks' time when he flies over to watch Casper um, uh, with his brother-in-law. Um, and we're just sort of talking about how much he's loving life at Millwall. And just, I mean, I, I know we could probably see it anyway for ourselves, but his dad would say that he absolutely loves Millwall. He loves the Millwall fans. He loves the atmosphere. He loves um, playing for the club. He likes the, um, you know, the, the kind of the, the vibe of the fans, you know, the way that they are. And he really kind of thrives off that. Um, obviously, he likes playing um, for us home and away, but he particularly enjoys it playing at home. We've got the support there, he said. Um, and also, it's interesting, it's not Denor Ray. Apparently, it's Denor. Um, so where we start seeing, you know, I've got these songs with, with, with Denor Ray in there. Apparently, I think it's Denor. But he said, look, he's happy either way. He doesn't make any, any odds to him. But I just thought I'd share that with the group, that Casper um, loves Millwall. And I think we, we love him too. I told his dad. I just, we love Casper. Really I heart. just want to know, Joe, every other time you, you come on there, you you speak to someone's dad. Like, you, you, you seek him no, out or you just ask someone in the crowd or just tap him on the shoulder. Are you related to any of the squad? And then <laughs> Allegedly, I'm, I'm a similar age to Mickey Simpson, you see. So um, I guess... I've got this appeal where I might sort of, yeah, engage, relate a little bit to the older, you know, older gentlemen. And, um, yeah, it just happens to be the fathers of, of footballers sometimes, you know. But, um, um, no, love you, guy. I'm going to share a few beers with him, although he did w- warn me that the Belgians like to drink their beer. So, um, I'll we'll be careful the old um, Stellar Artoris, because... Well, uh, Joe, did, Joe, did you... Did you and, are... and hammered quickly. Joe, did you ask the most important question? Does he actually run his Twitter account or is it his management team? No, but I'm going to ask him. I'm going to find out. Yeah, yeah. find that one out. I Chris, I, I, I quite agree. Norton Cuffey doesn't know when to pass, just keeps running his dead ends. I think mm. I it is frustrating. I, I thought he had a good game on Tuesday, but he does need to release the ball a little bit quicker. Mm. Um, it just makes you look a better player as well. Uh, Fleming isn't a striker. He probably isn't an out-and-out striker, no. but I think he could. I he think could he could certainly do a job. Yeah, I think what Mill Drive and what just I don't know if that's TT or not. That's commenting there, but I think spot on with that. I think that's not his position. I think an ideal world, yes, you want him playing that number ten role, mm. but where we lack so much presence in the box and no real aerial threat or strength at the moment, you could just see Zian doing a, doing a job there. Uh, until we sign maybe a better target man in in, in, uh, in, in the January transfer window. Who knows? Absolutely. Uh, I thought Tuesday was a best loss we've had in a while. I don't mind the loss if the desire is there. Unfortunately, the quality just wasn't. Uh, I agree with that sentiment to a certain degree. I, 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 you know, at mm. home especially, I, I'm all for, you know, the players giving it a go, but you, 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 that's got to turn into points at the den. You can't just keep getting home games drift drift by unfortunately uh when we play two up top we create more chances uh nisbet back tomorrow apparently see what he has to offer um john Parr, are we heading into a relegation battle lots of good sides have been relegated over the years um dan i will come to you first on that i'm in my opinion i don't think it's time to be looking at a relegation battle however however 
if the home form doesn't turn around in the near future, I think we could quite easily be sucked into that. Yeah, I don't think you're too wrong there. At the moment, I'm not too worried because Sheffield Wednesday, um, well, they haven't won a game yet until the 11th of November when every single Millwall fan knows exactly what is going to happen that day. Yep. Um, (laughs) And now they've just been done by HMRC as well. Uh, Today, they can't register any new players at the moment. So, um, yeah, they're uh, obviously not in a good way. Rotherham, who... I don't think they've won away, won an away game for about 15 months. You're going to have to win at least one or two away games a season if you want a chance of staying up in the league. So I don't think they'll stay up. And then, well, to be honest, if QPR sack Ainsworth, then I might start to panic a little bit. But as long as they keep Gareth Ainsworth in charge, and the longer the better, we have absolutely nothing to worry about. I also think Huddersfield are a very poor team, to be honest. So I think them four will be the bottom four comfortably. And, you know, when, when you did your pre-season predictions, I think most of us put us in the region kind of between 8th and kind of 10th, 11th. I know obviously Ima went for 6th. Um, I don't think we're going to be looking at them, you know, almost dizzy in height no. so much. Maybe we need to be probably looking maybe towards more like kind of, you know, maybe a bit more of a lower mid-table, maybe something 15th, 16th, something like that. Mm. No, I, don't I, agree. We, I don't think we need to uh, panic about a relegation battle just yet, but maybe that's no. because the four teams that I've just mentioned are really bad rather than us having loads of quality not to worry about a relegation battle. Barry, I did see your other comments, so I know you meant uh, loving, not living. Uh, Guys, loving this conversation, but a new manager will surely have his own style that he wants to develop. I I agree with that. And Ben, I think we spoke about this last week. The, The issue is, is that you can bring in whatever manager you want. We don't have any wingers, really, out and out, who I would call out and out wingers in this squad. So you can't come in and then go to four four two because you don't have the players to play out there until January. So it's not a million miles away, but there's enough games that the manager is going to have to come in and work with what he's got rather than necessarily what he might want. And and just to add to that, I think we said it before that we spent a few quid in the summer, right? So how much money is he actually going to have in January? And typically, how much business do we do as a club really in January or any club? It's a, it's a tough window. So don't expect five, six, seven signings just because we've got a new manager coming in and then he's going to make those, as I say, signings in January. I think I really agree with Chris uh, and Chaps's post-match. I think we've got to be really careful about the signing based on play styles. And look, we don't want to be going and signing a Rowett-type manager because what's the point in then letting go of Rowett? But you can't re- for me you just can't look at a muscat going from one end of the spectrum to the other and as chris said you've got muscat who's full on attack you're playing rush goalie your goalie's playing now center half and you, you need somewhere in, in between so I what are think you saying about bob Halski? i'm saying that he couldn't kick a bucket let alone a football he's keeps falling the pitch yeah, you know, true. I mean, I, I did see him at Preston Joe kick, kick it out about 15 times in the first 10 <laughs> minutes. But, um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, he will. A new manager will come in and have his own style. But I think we need to be careful in terms of what we're trying to ask players who have played a certain way to then go and change in a, in a short space of time. Because that's when I think if it goes wrong, goes wrong, wrong quickly, where you could start to look at a relegation battle. I don't think you will. I think we've got too much quality, but that's just when it could happen. 
Mm. I'm going to try and get through some of that. There's so many comments, guys. So I really appreciate them all. I've seen a couple coming up that are fantastic, but I'm just going to try and get through as many of them as I can. Any that, that spark up a little bit of a debate, obviously we'll we'll have a chat. <laughs> Our activity in the box is non-existent. Agreed, mm. similar to what you said, Joe. We don't get enough bodies in the box. Um, thoughts on the new Mason Bennett, aka Joe Bryan? Um, I was very very unhappy with what happened on Tuesday how a footballer can get injured taking a free kick is it is beyond belief what happened he kicked the ball fell over and now he's going to be out for a month I know he's injury prone very good player and I thought he really was starting to come into his own but it's not good is it when you get injured just and to rub himself into injury they scored down his side yes yeah yeah uh, we are too unfit to get in the box. That mm. would involve um, the players running. <laughs> Again, it's it's a lot of it, about fitness. Seems to be the it seems to be the, the the common thing here. Musket will have us playing out from the back in no time. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be the prophet of doom, but I don't think Muscat is going to be the Millwall manager. I'm sorry, Dan. I know you want your moment, but I don't want to give anybody false hope. And I just it's think... not happening. It was never happening. Get over it. <laughs> the fact he's dropped oh, seven or one just, means he probably get a job now. <laughs> you think about how far he's dropped out of it. He's probably got more chance of getting it. To be honest with you, I, I love seeing Muscat in charge. I think if anything, I think it's going to lift the fan base. It's going to restore a little bit of, you know, Mill back in, into it again. Um, and Ben's more importantly, he's playing the front foot. manager and wants to crack himself. <laughs> just to be clear, I'd love Muscat in the role, but it was never happening. I just thought it was too, 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 many, too many outside factors that had to play into him getting the job. Yeah, we, we have to be able to hold the ball each week. It feels like the opposition have an extra player on the pitch. We don't understand True. the basics of pressing or dropping. That's down to coaching. Know, and that's, um, that's that is, it is... It is TT. He has is commented. It? Hi, mate. I hope you're. I hope you're well. Um, right. Yeah, it is. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. But that is true. It does. It yeah. does. The the, the 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 pressing. We press and we look like we're really close to 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 winning the ball back. But the opposition always always find a way, seemingly at the moment, to have mm. that extra player to just knock the knock the knock the ball so out, lads. Which is that? Which is the reason probably why Rat prefer us sort of sitting in our in our blocks rather mm. than pressing high. Because yes. if pressing high, they were just passing it around us and playing through us, weren't they? Absolutely, lads. Do you think Bradshaw is not the same this season as what he was last? Ben's head's about to explode. But why? Why would it be? I mean, is it the formation? I mean, I know. I, um, I think it's the formation, to be honest. Yeah, because Fleming said in Fleming said himself in an article. I think Fleming said in an article recently, didn't he, or, or a few weeks back, that he's he's adapting to this formation because last season it was just him and Bradshaw. Where he had the more of a license to get in there, like Bradshaw's putting out to the left, um, Zian will then go to the right of Bradshaw or whatever. Whereas now he said well, he can't find the space between the two forwards. So I think he's making the point when Nisbet was playing, and he had Bradshaw and Nisbet ahead of him. So therefore, when he's making those runs, it's almost like he didn't know where to run to because there was no open space mm. for him to kind of pick pick out. So I don't know whether that's affecting Bradshaw because he's a bit more restricted now. He can't make those little runs like he used to. Or, I don't know. It's a real strange he, one. He has only just come back into the side as well since Nisbet's been injured. So, Who's yeah. that, sorry? Bradshaw. 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 Is that, what's he, yeah. Was he played three games? 
Fleming, Fleming is so Fleming, clinical in around the box. Yeah, about, it's about three games. Yeah, so you're right. So is he match fit? I don't know. I, mean, I guess he's match fit, but is he still carrying a bit of an injury? A lot of the time, these players are carrying injuries. They're never going to be 100%, are they? Um, and maybe someone like him, it, it affects them quite badly. Evening, Big E. Hope you're well, mate. Hope you're well. Sorry, Ben, go on. Yes. I was just going to say, there was a lot of hearsay as well back in the last year that Bradders was heavily strapped up and was yeah. doing a lot yeah. to get through games. As, as were quite a few players, weren't they? Um, yeah, yeah absolutely. Players, travel, um, mm -hmm. There's a few others that were literally carrying knocks all, all through the season, weren't they, really? Yeah. Denoris, Kevin De Bruyne, yeah. 2.0. I agree. The, I agree. Uh, De Bruyne. Chris Brown, does anyone know where the best place to park, not the Watford car parks? Um, I actually, uh, I'm driving tomorrow. I got an email uh, about a couple of places... Sorry, Dan, I know you don't like it when people drive. Um, Get the train, mate. There's, Dan's a train spotter, that's why. There's um, a couple of places local. They, they You have to book it online. I think the one I was about a tenner, but there's a couple of places that are about a 10-minute drive. So um, there, there are places around that you can you can park. Uh, this is great comment. Uh, Millwall Daddy Joe. Uh, <laughs> That's the comment uh, about knowing the, the players' dads. Joe the Stalker. Get that trending <laughs> on Twitter. Like uh, there we go. It is TT. Um, yeah. Alex. Hi, TT. Love you and Zach's content. Keep it up. Absolutely. If, guys, in the chat, if you're not, if you can go over to Mill Drive Home and subscribe and watch his stuff, it's um, it's good content. Really, really good. That, that Mill That's going to take over the whole Mill social media. Give him a couple, a couple more years. He's already, there, he's already there at the moment. But, yeah, give him a couple more years. And he'll, uh, he'll take over. Good evening, gents. I think that's Mickey. Um, so that's not me. That's that's that. Yeah, yeah so he's, absolutely. He's a, he's a stalker. Talk about me being a stalker. That's Mickey spying us now. Um, David has put TT eleven aside match against that Millwall podcast. You win. Um, before <laughs> before we look, Mickey is. We're working on something. We may, you know, Lions TV. We might approach other other people tt was we did mention that we might challenge you guys to to a game of football if we can get the listeners to, to put something together but mickey is running that i'm not gonna get involved um here he is thank you alex uh very much appreciated uh all i keep hearing the other night then was we we too good to go down silly thinking i don't think you can have that mentality um i, I think you do have to have that in the back of your mind I would not. I would never go on record and say we are too good to go down because anybody can get relegated in a league if they don't perform in the setup that they're in, no matter whether you're in the Premier League or or the Conference South. Mm. But I don't think we should be looking over our shoulders just yet. Um, Wednesday and Rotherham are very poor. Whoever your manager might be, you know, I'm sure whoever the manager is, I think we're going to get some kind of change. You, you, you normally get a reaction out, don't you? I mean, whether it's, you know, four or five games, you, you, you hope there'd be something different about us, you know, and that could be enough just kind of get us on the, uh, the right, the right path. Absolutely. Um, SA out, um, when this comes up, yeah. SA out to fund a spending spree. Not well, sure. Then. I don't think we'd want, I, I would, I, would, I wouldn't want to sell him for that. I don't, I'd want to sell him if a, if a stupid offer come in, yeah. if, if it's money that's too good to turn down, but I wouldn't want to just sell him just to, no. you know, bring in a couple of faces. It would have to be, contract at the moment as well. He's got a long, well, longish kind of contract. As well. I don't know if it's like three or four years, but it's a, a lengthy amount. 
Um, what do you think about, about Cresswell in the last game? He wasn't even on the bench, was he in the squad last game? Would, would you take him on loan again? 100 percent Yeah, get him yeah. back. Get I'll him drive back, him down. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the neighbours. Could Norton Cuffey play as a winger or would Arsenal curtail that? I don't know. Uh, it, it's, mm. it's, it, it'd have to improve a little bit on the ball. I think but, he, um, play, he played as a winger well, at Coventry, he, didn't he? he played yeah, a little right. bit. I, I, think, I think he played... A bit more attacking role. Yeah, he did, he, I think he played wing-back and further up the pitch for, for Coventry. Well, he might yeah. need to improve, to be honest, to even keep Norton Cuffey because he was a Rotherham first half of last season and Arsenal recalled him and sent him out to Coventry. Yeah. Really? That's interesting, yeah. I think if we get a foreign manager, Mickey should be given the job as the club's translator. Now, that would be interesting because sometimes <laughs> I can't understand a word he says. Oh, Mickey, I hope you're still in the comments, mate. This is why we need someone like Mason, Terry, Lampard, etc., who has connections at big clubs and get us some good loans in January. If, if I do Lampard, I'm not going. I'm not going to games anymore if it's Frank Lampard. <laughs> Bart may not be great at distribution but look at mr long's performance for norwich yes it has been massively uh picked up on uh by Millwall fans that george long seems to be having a little bit of a rough time of it in goal for norwich you don't, um, wish, you don't wish anyone's down for do you Steve? no bless him bless him uh, no no uh, but, uh, a couple of them were harsh as well though. it's just well it's just comforting knowing it's not just us is it you know like he's just that- Dan was digging out when the geezer put in literally a five-pence piece in the corner. <laughs> oh, well. I don't Chris, know. I think he did, Because he didn't dive, Dan had the arse the other day. At, at least the Schultz comments have died a death, thank God. And the next comment is hashtag Schultz. Sorry, Chris. Come back again. Uh, <laughs> Fleming is a second striker. Um, yeah. Muscat from favourite to eight to one. I think that's it's because lots now. of... Lots of comments have, have come well, out. I think it's um, the fact their season doesn't end till December, to be honest. Like, would yeah, you, absolutely. Would, would you, would you lads, take Baldy in charge until December? If and then we get nah. Muscat. Nah. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. What, what more injured himself celebrating? Brian injured himself taking a free kick. I don't know whether to laugh or be concerned. Concerned, uh-huh. Connor. It is an absolute what, joke what, what how our players now? are getting injured. Brian injured himself taking a throw in. I don't want Michael Bilge on Eustace. They said that they have problems with their strikers getting injured when scoring because their strikers struggle to do the first bit so they can't do the second bit. So. <laughs> um, can, I, can I ask what what's the um, the hate for Michael Bill? I mean, he, he seems he, like he, he ticks all the boxes. About, he had about seven or eight good games at QPR. Said he was going to stay. Uh, lost his next like four or five games, and then fucked off straight to Rangers. And he's got a seventy percent win ratio of records or win record, whatever it is. It's like it's with all due respect, it's pretty much a two team league. Like, I feel like most of... I mean, we won't send Ben up there. Ben will just humble us all on his mm. football manager experience I mean, for what, for what I, I hear about him... I reckon three of us could get a 70% win rate as Rangers manager. He spent shit tons <laughs> of money by their stands in the summer um, and has probably taken them backwards, if anything, to be completely honest. Mm. Well, you only you only got to say, I know Phil Philippe Clement, or whatever his name is, has only been there for two games, but I, I mean, I've watched Rangers in both those games and they look like a completely different side. So that really? tells me that he's a he's a pretty decent coach. And what Dan said, mm. he spent a fortune for Rangers st- for standards, and I think he hasn't he hasn't done too well with that money, shall we say? Yeah. 
I mean, would, would, would a, I mean, you look at that uh, that appointment there, and you look at um, you know I, um, Emery at, at Villa, and what these foreign managers are doing like over here. And there's obviously lots of other foreign managers you could talk about that done fantastic. Well, would a foreign manager? Um, and this is a question to you guys, and also to the listeners here. Would you like to see a, a foreign manager take over at Millwall? Would they? Would it work at, at Millwall? Just I don't know. With- just before you, just now, I'm going to come in at one up till Jan uh, Muscat when his contract ends. No, we need a permanent manager in now. It has to be mm. a permanent manager for me. I know that might not see Muscat come in, but we've got to get this right. In, mm. And in terms of a foreign manager, look, I don't necessarily think it has to be a someone who knows the Millwall way to be no. manager. It might mean that we need to have someone who knows the Millwall way on his coaching staff. Maybe have Paul Robinson, Robbo, not the guy who's, who's yeah. kind of sharing the job with Adam Barrett in and around the squad, because I think that's where it's important to have someone that knows the, the club and understands the club. Mm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the manager. At the end of the day, whoever the manager is, I don't care if they're from out of Mongolia for, it doesn't make any <laughs> difference to me. I'll back them, whoever it is, but we, mm. they, they have to come in and show that they have a clear way of getting us to play yeah. and and it's not just it's not i'm not saying it's going to work every time but if we can identify and see what they're trying to do i have no mm. issue with that but it's it's just at the moment it's too samey it's too static there's no difference so it, i don't think a foreign manager makes any difference personally Steve, Mar- Steve like, morrison's foreign he's welsh well oh, that, that, yeah, that counts yeah i <laughs> even we've got a foreign manager in you look at the, the zebra at um brighton you know, he's somebody who's, who's you know, does, is it the his name is or I can't remember the name's name. Brighton manager. Um, <laughs> he wouldn't know much about Brighton players or, or, or about English football, let's say. Um, but he's come in there, he's put his own stamp on it, he wants to play a certain way of football, and they responded really well and, and they're good to watch. I mean, they had a great result against the poor Ajax team yesterday. But if you bring a foreign manager in and maybe you bring in like someone like a Steve Morrison as an assistant manager who can be that kind of that relate to kind of to the players and kind of guide the manager a little bit and advise them what the but players are like these, and stuff. These managers, they, don't, they don't want to have their assistant managers picked. They want to be able to bring their own staff in. Their own team. Yeah, I get, I get, yeah. I get that. I get that. I mean, even, even as one of the, the coaches, I mean, I don't know what, what Morris, Morrison's earning at, um, at home, home church at the moment, but surely we can pay his wages as a, as a first team coach. I'm sure he's probably on about similar sort of money, but they'll give him an opportunity to get back into management in, in a high division, maybe. I don't know. It's all gone wrong since Voggy left. Why is Warner so high on the odds? I thought he was asking to book tickets for his new tour. I don't know. Again, it was, a, I think, probably because of an article that had come out and people loved on it. Is new tour next year? So what I'm saying is, yeah. does, that, does that suit him, maybe? But like he might, you know what? He's probably always wanted to manage Millwall. He's always said it in the past, like, joking around about it. If he did it until December, that would suit him. He could go off and do his tour and we'll get a new manager in, in January, you know? And that manager could be Muscat after J League is over. Dan, a Charlton fan, train spotter. Um, that's fantastic. Nice <laughs> <laughs> nice Get guess. your anorak on. <laughs> the glasses. Uh, we're so predictable now, one dimensional with no plan B. Uh, we don't want another Birmingham manager. Look at Rowett. I think that was. Um, Eustace. Yeah, look Eustace. how well Rooney's there, though. They're calling for him to be sacked after two games. So. Yeah. Well, um, he, he's lost the change room, hasn't he, Rooney, from the sounds of it already in the first first couple of games. How Lads, how much would you uh, take SA or take for SA? For me, he's got big, big money. I mean, 
he's he's only just turned 18 years of age. He plays for the uh, under 19 England under 19. One of two um, players not playing for a Premiership club. I think the other one is Joby uh, Bellingham. So he's got a bright future ahead of him. He will be you know playing the Premier League. I reckon in the next sort of three or four years. So um, yeah, for me, he's got to be big. I think you look at you look at the, the players that have been sold on. They could take if it's sort of 10, 10 and 15 million. I think I'll put him in that bracket. What, what I would argue with, with Mick, sorry, Ben, that, hold on before you say this, Mickey, Stephen has caught Stephen has hot pants on tonight. Ask him to stand up. I'm not standing <laughs> up and I am not wearing hot pants. I've and then the comments, Steve, hold on, Steve is the speedo kid, budgie smugglers. Guys, stop. Sorry, Ben, <laughs> go on. <laughs> no, I was going to say the essay thing that. Yeah. You, you, we're not losing any output from him. It's not like he's getting loads of goals and assists. So we are purely selling on potential. Reputation. Right? Yeah. Reputa- yeah. Reputation and potential. So if someone comes in with a 10 mil bid, like Dan said, plus a sell on, I think mm. as a club, you've got to be looking to take that. As mm-hmm. he's, he's, you've got, you've he's not a, it, He's not a regular starter. He's not tearing it up completely with us. Yes, he's doing great mm. things for England. So we are purely selling on potential. So yeah. as I say, if, if we could. Sell him for 10 mil, get a sell on and maybe a loan player from a top club. I'd definitely consider that. Absolutely. Hutchinson got injured, taken out the bins. Yeah, that was another one. Um, <laughs> Bill was no loyalty. It's not a Bill trait. Quite you agree. Say that, TT, but I think Bill did turn down, when he was at QPR, he did turn down an offer, didn't he? For another. Yeah, 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 he, yeah he did. But he said Wolves. Yeah, he said, he said, oh, no, he said, oh, no, he said, oh, I'm not going to take the yeah, Wolves I'm loyal job. to QPR, I'm loyal, I've, I've got a job to yeah. see. And then two weeks later, I was buggering off the Rangers. So yeah, the Rangers I, were in the Champions League as well, so that's a, it's a big difference with taking yeah. Wolves, isn't it? Yeah. I guess it's a big step up from it. Just, it just come quite quick. Bill thinks he's chocolate. <laughs> ben, you said you were speaking to a few Rangers fans because they came to the Preston game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What did they all say about Bill? All categorically said, do not take him. But I, I mean, I, I'm there already because I'm with you, Dan. It's a, it's a, it's a two-horse race, the SPL, isn't it? And you can't fuck it up. You need to win four games a season or probably two to be mm. in with a, a big chance. And they were so far behind the other lot that can't be named that I just, yeah, I, for me, not not for me. And so, yeah, all the Rangers lads were like, no. That's Celtic, Ben. Yes, them lot. Celtic? But, yeah, them yeah, lot. Yeah, what they were doing <laughs> I think with, with Bill, you look you look at Michael Bill and his his um his his progress from from a young coach. I mean, he's he was coaching you know youth football. I think he started doing futsal, which is a, a very good Brazilian art form, mm. Portuguese art form, playing football. He started doing that. Then he got involved with Chelsea through the good work he did at futsal in like South London. Um, Could you imagine trying to get Cooper to play futsal? <laughs> <That's> not, <I'm laughs> He then he then gets a he gets, he gets a job at, at Chelsea. There's a great job at Chelsea there for many many years. He then go, goes to Liverpool because because he was getting fed up that no youngsters were, were being released from Chelsea into the first team. So he then goes to Liverpool, does really really well there. He was coaching there under twenty ones, I believe, and then Stephen Gerrard was then coaching their under nineteens. That's how they got quite close together, with Gerrard and, and Bill. And of course, when, when Gerrard then got the Rangers job, the first thing he did was take Bill with him. Mm. Yeah, they can't be that bad of a coach. If, if that's what, yeah, people like Gerald are, are looking to sort of take him on, you know. Don't what for it. needs this could be the move for him that makes makes a, a, a huge difference for him. Don't have to what for chicken balty pies. Last season, mine was like a dead rat in pastry. Right, uh, there we go. Here's for tickle, I, I, love, I love a chicken well, balty pie at the den, so um, I'll swerve that one <laughs> when I when I see it. 
Joe, sorry, yeah. just going back to Michael yeah. Bill. So I'm, I'm sensing yeah. you'd be okay or happy with us getting Bill. No, don't get me wrong. My preference would be um, be, be Muscat. Um, but I think if we did get Bill, I would be happy to see what he can do because I think he's got a bit about him. He's, he's still quite young. He's, he's, he's a, from Bromley. He's a South London guy. The rumour is he's, he's a Millwall fan. I don't know if that's true or not. But, you know, he just seems to tick a lot of boxes. I think this could be the move for him that really sets him off. Um, yeah. But what he does need to oh, look at We're going to get behind whoever the manager is, aren't we? And, may, and maybe, you look at what happened with Gary Rowett. He had the stigma, Gary Rowett, about sort of changing jobs and moving jobs and getting sacked and whatever. And I think when he comes to Millwall, I think he had a almost a, a, made a promise to himself he's going to make this one you know, a long stint. And I reckon with with Bill, with, with the kind of change he's had in the last sort of you know, couple of seasons... Similar sort of profile, two quick jobs. Sorry, mate? Similar profile in the sense of two quick jobs. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think Bill will want to make it work. And I think I could see him... And also, we've been quite you know, loyal to our managers. He, he'll probably do two or three seasons here. The only trouble is he'll probably do well and then get a Premier League move. But that's yeah. if he's that good, then fair play. As long as it helps us get up or challenge, you know. He, he's obviously the one that is being spoke about by someone somewhere because he's the only one that stayed at that favourite two to one yeah. sort of mark for quite a while. Exactly, and now he's two to one as well. And apparently, I think yeah. he's very close mates with um, Danny, isn't he as well? So could Danny be the assistant manager? That joins him? I don't know. There's lots of speculation there, you know. What's um, um, Tiki saying there? Uh, Ab saying about this. Thoughts and ideas across the players he has coached for the for the past four years. <laughs> I do yeah. agree with that. I do agree with that. It, it seems an odd thing to say, especially yeah. it's not even. Well, it was it was probably before that because he was there under Harris as well, wasn't he? So well, he's been that, there for. He's Steve, been coaching her for that, longer. Is that a dig at Rowett though? Because I get what TT's saying there. It's almost like he was like, "I've got my own ways of playing, my own ideas." Blah, 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 blah. And he said with a little grin on his face. It's almost like he didn't agree with what Rowett start of football I'm I'm but, not sure I think the players I think he's I think that's more uh, Barrett I think he's saying that back the, the players should know what his ideas are he's been you know he's been in communication with him, you know for you think so? years old. I, I, I think so way. I took it in a sense of like he didn't agree with, what, with Rowett's football and therefore he wants to play a certain way of football on the front for you know pressing or the rest of it so um but what did you say are they actually going to change are they going to do much for him I, I don't think so that they've they know him too well, don't they? You know, absolutely. I'm more concerned with the backroom staff sitting on the bench. Do we need a complete overhaul? I, I really do think we do. Yeah. There's a lot of comments. There's a lot of comments coming in about the managers and the potential manager. I'm gonna possibly just move it on slightly. Um, I'm gonna talk about a couple of players and then we'll move on to the game tomorrow. The first thing I do need to ask, or AT is asking Ben, uh, how was Pizza Hut in the Trafford Centre, Ben? Yeah, really good. Uh, too, too, too many uh, day trippers and shirters, but, you know, you can't have it all. Hashtag hot pants, Stephen. Dan train spotter Joe the stalker. <laughs> uh, hashtag Bradder's mum. David where's, loves where's a hashtag. The, where's Ben's, where's I'd like to get that going. Um, yeah, mate. Bradder's mum. <laughs> a charming snake, though. I'm assuming he's talking... And the, the, the profile <laughs> picture of George <laughs> Long. <laughs> I feel sorry for him. I look at him, I feel sorry for him. <laughs> Tanali and Tony are 500 quid on JT getting the job. That's quality. Um, AT, Halloween special. Dan, are you sitting in the dark, shining a torch into your face? Uh, Bill uh, would have the same feeling as me to be happy about him. Um, 
And finally, Bill posted a photo from St. James's Park in London on his Insta three days ago. JB used to stay in a hotel in St. James's Square when in London. Yes. Um, Left field suggestion, Alex Pearce. Probably a little bit too early to jump straight into championship management, but I do think he's certainly one that will will go into management. Is he in management now, just on that statement? Is he managing? I think he's coaching. Or is he coaching IFC IFC or something? Is he going to play a coach? Possibly, possibly. Mm. Uh, yes, we definitely need to clear out the coaching staff and bring back uh, bring backroom staff of Ray Morris and Dunham Warner. Don't matter who the manager is. I, I agree. Having more players around would would help. And um, I'm going to talk about a couple of individual players now, um, guys. In the comments, um, right? I'm not. I'm not having this. I'm sorry, but is it true Stephen is a player for next season's Love Island? Nobody wants to see this on Love Island. I can assure you. No, you guys have to put up with it on a Friday night and a Sunday night. You do not want to see it on I your TV. I think we should get Stephen on Married at First Sight. Get him on maths. That would be uh, some... I don't know that. No. And we, and we, get, no. we get a transgender no. woman in there too. And no. Oh, no. 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 I'm, I'm serious. I think I'm gonna put an application for you. Honestly. Um, so, couple of players that I wanted to um, mention. First of all, Wes Harding. Mm. Um, what, what a boy he is! I was really, really pleased um, that he got his first goal. Admittedly, goalkeeping error. Um, you know, mm. probably not the best, but he's got his first goal. He, he seemed delighted with it. He commented after the game. Wait, sorry, I just saw a bit of flesh there. You got shorts on. That's my that arm. Just... I, I saw your knee pop up. You are wearing shorts, aren't you? I am wearing shorts. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> um, while we're on it, sorry, well, moving on. You are saying, Stephen? Go on. Score, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I was going to say, Wes Arden. We know you're delighted to score. Please don't do a sue ever again, lads. Please. Oh, right. I'm getting absolutely hammered in the comments here at the moment. Sorry, I'm sorry. Negative fan. Poor Wes. More chance of crime watch than Love Island. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> um, Peter Schultz. Steve, who did you have sitting with you on Tuesday? I brought my mum to the game. Uh, my dad wasn't able to come. We usually, obviously, season tickets up in Block 10. He wasn't around. Mum fancied it. Um, trying to get her a little bit more into the football, but um, no, it didn't didn't quite work out. And she did have for anybody that the mic sits in front of me, she had the brightest pink hat on um, <laughs> ever. So you wouldn't have missed her at all. But yeah, um, <laughs> Mickey asked me to let everyone know he was walking his dog and not dogging. Case closed. He'll be back next week. Um, Harding begs the question: What took Gr so long to start him? Again, we will go back to West Harding after you guys <laughs> suggested Love Island and bloody crime watch and all the comments. <laughs> um, it is baffling how Gary Rowett brought a centre-back to the club. We've had a crisis at the back and it took him so long to give him game time. He just looks like somebody that should be playing in our defence for the rest of the season when fit. Mm. 100%. Yeah. And he strikes with somebody, I hope I don't curse him now, but or jinx him, but I hope, he seems like someone who is quite a fit player. I think he will remain fit. You know, I can't see him getting injured too much or anything like that, you know. But you're absolutely right. And he would have known him from his time working at Birmingham as well. So he knows how good he is. He signed him that basically knew him. But why he didn't play him, it's just, it's beyond me. It's baffling. There's, there's, a play, there's a player there, I tell you. 
Type one if you want Stephen to stand up. Don't know who that Stephen is, Chris, because that's not how you spell <laughs> my name. Um, <laughs> we need ball playing centre backs, and it's strange how we run out of gas. The fitness levels, again, we mentioned this earlier, is it is a concern. Um, it, it, and, and we do need ball playing centre backs. I think Harding's comfortable on the ball. Um, I, I think he's certainly yeah. um, happy to, to, to come out with it as well. But um, I think maybe perhaps need someone. Uh, someone else next to him like that can do the same. Yeah, he seems to have struck up a decent relationship with with Norton Cuffey as well. Yeah, he has. No, they look no, they look all right. No, yeah, no, it's, no, and, it's and not, he talks no, a lot. And you notice that? Yeah, he's always talking. He's always shouting. He's you know telling Cuffey what to do and all that. He's quite commanding. Yeah. He as a defender. It's amazing. It's, we, we we said it like again on the, the last live that as you said, Stephen, we've gone for an injury crisis to have found what has almost been sitting under our noses in terms of a yeah. athletic, quick, big, strong centre-half who looks like yeah. when it goes in behind, he can actually chase down at a centre-forward. and it, tackles he, in. Yeah. yeah. I, I, as you say, I think if he, if he stays fit now for the rest of the season, I think he's got to be a mainstay. Mm-hmm. After yeah. being at Rotherham for that long, I'd be doing this to as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, celebration, doesn't it? The... Uh... Joe was very excited by seeing Stephen's legs. It is a little bit of a concern. He did get a little I just, bit excited. Well, I glimpse of his knee, AT, and it got me all going, I tell you. Um, is Dan uh, auditioning for the Blair uh, Witch Project part <laughs> two? Blair Witch Project. <laughs> you see that, Dan? That's probably before your time, that is. Good to stand no, up and check every now and It's going to the woods with a torch, and it's a feeling themselves. Harding over Murray Wallace all day long, TT. Couldn't agree more. Harding would be a good captain. And then the next comment, Harding is a future captain, potentially someone. Um, The the next player, I'm going to just couple more. Harding has showed leadership on on the pitch, something we really miss at times. Mm. Uh, Harding looked very good. Surprised he didn't get a look in until we had a few injuries in defence. Chris Well won't come back purely because we really want it to happen. I'd sign him in January in a heartbeat. Absolutely. It's um, amazing on, on Harding as well, Stephen, as you say that it's very unusual for us as a fan base to be all collectively behind the player as well since he's come in. I don't yeah. think I've actually seen any negative comments about him whatsoever. No. It's just been how good he's been, how mm. how's he not been starting. Like I'm not saying he's he's Maldini, but everyone seems to be behind him at least. Uh Absolutely. On Mill TV, it was a very interesting interview with S.A. and Amaku about finding God recently and mentioned Harding. I'm not religious, but to me, he's coming to look after our youngsters. It's it's quite he's quite active on social media. Um, Harding, that is. And he's very religious. He's, he does quote a lot of things from the Bible. He's very, um, you know, trusting his faith, which is, you know, absolutely fine. Respect him for that. That's his you know, that's his belief. And I, I do think he is someone a little bit of a uh, not a coach, but someone who perhaps is someone that the youngsters can perhaps look up to. He has got a good relationship with Norton Cuffey. Maybe that there is something in that. I, I, I'm not too sure. Um, Millwall TT, I've spoken to Mickey. Let's see what happens. So I think that's in relation to um, the potential football game uh, between the two shows. We'll see. Um, at least well, Millwall so TT. playing for us or the other team? No, no, it would be against... He would put a team together against us because the other channel that we just decided to try and challenge, right, perhaps it's not going to... Yeah. No, they're, they're being, interested, um, then, we'll, then we'll recruit TT on our team then as well. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on Bielkowski and Truman, aka the new Sanford. Should we give him a chance in goal? 
from what I am, passive done too badly, is he? To be fair, I mean, he pulled up a couple of nice saves um, last game. I felt, you know, he, he did. Uh, he made did. Arrest for, one, for, for the goal, but people say he, he was wrong side. He couldn't see the ball, whatever. But apart from that, I think he pulled off a couple of decent, you know, close, close saves. Anyway, I am under the impression as well that Connor Truman isn't particularly that good. So mm. he hasn't played a lot of first team football uh, and the Daily Mill with the, the crosses. Next player, I'm going to come on to you guys. And this is a bit of an interesting one before we move on to the game tomorrow. Billy Mitchell mm. obviously got a start on Tuesday, come on on Saturday against Preston. Seems to be the next victim of the Boo Boys culture on social media um harsh do you know what because he is in Jules Savile as well yeah it could be an element of that could be an element of that I'm a huge Billy Mitchell fan I think me too underwhelmed by him at the minute I know he hasn't had the starts but I'm start. I'm certainly not a boo boy by any means, but I'm starting to go. I need to see more from you, Billy. Um, mm. I absolutely love him, and I really don't want him to slip into that. I don't even want to say it, but yeah. Ben Thompson sort of position, or not position, but just sort of floats out the club. I don't I, want that to happen. I think his level, his levels above Ben Ben Thompson, to be fair, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, Thompson, totally agree. Ben Thompson's quite effective when he played the number 10 role. Yeah, his, his runs were quite good. He would nick a goal. But that was at, in League One level. When he went to the Championship, he couldn't cope with it. With Billy Mitchell, OK, he ain't fucking like Zadine Zidane or Pirlo. Um, but I think he holds his own. Yeah, for a 21-year-old playing in the Championship, I think does really well. Very, very rare as he lose the ball. Yeah, he takes the ball in very, very tight situations sometimes. And he's very, very clever. He's very good at sort of working his way out and, and, and finding, you know, the pass or whatever. Uh, but you need you need someone alongside him, like a Denore, who is going to be a bit more creative and play a little bit on the front foot. You can't have both players doing a similar sort of role. Sometimes you need someone who's going to play that little bit more of a defensive mindset, break up play, win the ball back, give it to someone else. And then like, they're not sort of like Denore or whatever it might be, who's going to play that more attacking role. But for me, I agree, I agree with Ben, you know, Billy's a decent player. He's 21 years of age, I, I think, still. And, you know, he's got he's going to get better. He, he ain't going to hit his peak till he's 27, 28. We're talking, what, seven, six, seven years' time, you know? Mm. I'm going to, yeah. just before we just before we crack on, carry on with Billy Mitchell, uh, TT, simple question just to break up just quickly. Question for the panel, one-word answer. Who do you want as our new manager? Ben, one word. Jones. Dan. Muscat. Joe. Muscat. Stephen and for me, Eustace. Um, back on to TT. What who do you want? Yeah, Dan refusing to turn a light on cost of living. Um, <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan needs to top. Dan needs to top up his oyster card to get through all the stations so he can take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> guys, just very quickly on the chat there, guys. Just put again. Your, who's who's your preference? You imagine. I know Steve wants to kind of like move on from the manager conversation, but just very quickly, just put one name mm-hmm. of a manager who you want. And, and quickly in the chat. I'll add on. those. I will come back to that. Obviously, let the comments filter through. But on yeah. Billy Mitchell, back past Billy, um, way off the pace was Billy. He was so poor. I would have hooked him off at half time. Uh, one in support. Billy is the most underrated player at the club. We love slagging off the youngsters. Mm. Um, Mitchell can be good, but this season he's been disappointing. Same with Danny. And they're not playing much, Connor, either, is he? No. He's not playing a lot of games. Yeah, when you're playing games, I'd be like Savin him last season where 
they've had that bond together. You play, your confidence grows, your fitness grows. When you you miss a few games, you come on for the last 10, 15 minutes, and then you're starting a game, it, you've got to find your feet again. It takes at least two or three games to get into that rhythm, you know? Mm. I think Simple. this is a really, really, really good point as well. Sorry, Stephen. I think this is a really good comment. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, when, when you're playing in that midfield position, whether you're affecting the game going forward with goals and assists or if defensively, you've got to be really good defensively. And mm-hmm. I don't think Billy's that, he's not that sort of George Savile of last year that's going to make a tackle, mm-hmm. change the momentum of a game or, or whatever, break it up. And I think that's where, I don't say Billy's slightly lost, but he needs to kind of decide, <laughs> is he going to affect it going forward or is he going to completely affect it going back and just be that sort of defensive midfielder yeah. that's going to take it over. And I think that's, that's the challenge, I think, for Billy. He's got a, well, and manager, right? He's got, they've got to decide what, where he's going to fit in. Absolutely, yeah. I completely agree. And the like comments, yeah, yeah, he's a good player. As an engine can tackle, can see a pass. Has another forward thinking role. I think uh, to touch on f- going through these comments on what Ben said, I don't think he's had a definitive role in the team. I think everyone, like Casper, you can kind of see what he's in the job. He's to, to try and find those passes to keep us ticking mm. over. Campbell, when he plays, is a little bit more. I think there's a little bit more hustle and bustle in him, so to try and make himself busy. Yeah. Savile, he puts a foot in. He likes to break up the play, and uh, but with 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 Mitchell, there's it's hard to know what his role is in. What what does he do? Is he supposed to be in front of the back? three or four, whatever it is. Is he supposed to be making runs into the box? The backwards bill and the sideways passing, I can understand where people come from with that because it is frustrating sometimes when he does it. But ultimately, it, a lot of the time, that's all he can do. There isn't anywhere. There isn't really anywhere for, for him to go. Um, a lot of comments are, are, are very hit and misses. So Mitchell is struggling, but he'll come good again. Yeah. Um, thought Mitchell didn't play great. The only thing he done was pass the ball the way back to their striker. Other than that, great player. Um, easy to not lose the ball when you're passing backwards and sideways. True. Uh, yeah. Again, it, it's it's very mixed and it's very difficult. Um, it's very mm. difficult to. Uh, I, I've never. I'm not. I'm not one that's on Billy Mitchell's back. I just don't think he. I, do, I just don't think there's a specific role for him in the team, and I think he's just kind of there because we have to have another midfielder next to Denore. And it, it, with Savile and Campbell, you can at least see what they're trying to bring to the team. Um, the reason Billy has not been good, he hasn't had no games consistency. Again, I, I agree, mm. he's not going to get better. He is what he is. Mm, I think he. I think he, he's only twenty-one. I mean, like I see, he's going to get. He's going to get better. Every, every player does, no matter where, where you play. You know. Um, Billy is better than Billy is better than Ben all day long. Thompson. <laughs> oh, Thompson. I was going to say, but I don't think I've ever seen Ben play. Ben never played in midfield. Just on that as well, I wasn't um, I wasn't comparing him to Ben Thompson. He's a million times better than Ben Thompson. But just mm. do, I don't want him to float out of yeah. starting the first team. Then he's going to be on the bench. He's going to be a bit part player before you know it. We're going to sell him. That's kind of what I meant with it. Yeah, and, and just going still back to Steve's point there, Stephen. Just yep. what he said there. Um, Billy shows for the ball. He always wants the ball. He positions himself really, yeah. really well. Yeah, yeah. Because again, we've got no no movement in the four positions. And the last key is is key last point is he doesn't lose the ball. Sometimes you know you see it from both teams. You know, give the ball away, bad passes, or you know get shoved with the ball. But Billy, you know, he, he can he can do a job midfield. He can, he can boss midfield. He just needs to be a little bit more forward thinking with his passes or trying to create something. You never see him kind of turn a play or go for a run or try and play a killer pass to get an assist. Um, that's how he's got to mm. work. But again, he's twenty one years of age, guys. 
that might happen in the next year or, or two. But when it does, it, it'll be the full package. Absolutely. Uh, remember last season, it was Billy and Savile was our best midfield. It was. Right. It was. Yeah. Now, the comments have come in about the manager. So I'm going to go through these. I'll read out the names. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. CO. CO? Oh, sorry. Oh. Eustace. Eustace. Yeah. Um, Bailey Millwall. Muscat. Connor, you fouled at the first hurdle because you gave two names. So I'm sorry. I'll put your comment up, but... Um, Nathan Jones. It's one. It's one or the other. Pick one quickly. Uh, Wilder from Alex. Eustace from Chris Brown. Uh, Wilder from Peter. Yeah. Uh, Jones from MFC eighteen eighty five. Uh, Mill TT Guardiola. <laughs> um, Gray. <laughs> There's always one. Paul Donovan. Paul Heckingbottom is sacked this weekend by Sheffield United. Um, Lee Lion Blue. Roy, Roy and hashtag John David, hashtag train spotter. Um, <laughs> Baz, you fouled at the first hurdle. Muscat or Jones, we need one, for, please. Go for Muscat, first one. Go for the first uh, one. David Muscat for me. Muscat. Daniel Muzzy. Yeah. David Burkham or Muscat, Muscat, although he did say Muscat beforehand. Muscat. Um, uh, and then Tunbridge, Eustace will keep the club steady. Muscat will change Eustace. the ethos. So we'll so go just map, Eustace. Just a map, Stephen. I've counted five for Muscat, three for Eustace, two for Jones, two for Wilder. I think Muscat is the obvious one, isn't it? I think that's the kind of dream scenario. It's the one that the fans want, the you know, the one they can, you know, get behind and he played for the club and, and this, that and yeah. the other. Um <laughs> Oh, that's quite <laughs> funny. <laughs> he's the one for Love Island. No, he's the one from Love Island. They all do their fake tan and all that. He's Dan's the one for that, not me. <laughs> this is Ben's burner account, this bloke, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sav next to Casper all day long, but I think something's going on behind the scenes with Sav. Um, mm. I wouldn't bet against that, but I would love to see those two, those two um, playing with each other. I think it would be... Mm. Fantastic, uh, Dan Dan Riggs. Anyone but Mrs. Doubtfire Walnut. Uh, we've had a few more. You've got uh, Spencer Muscat. Connor's yeah. decided to go with Jones. Uh, Richard Lacey. Um, Robbie Keane. I think does he mean Robbie Fowler? I think he got no, sacked. no. Robbie Keane. No, Robbie. It, Robbie Israel. Yeah, he is. Oh, is he? Uh, okay. Uh, Mister Nate uh, Warnock. Warnock. These comments about managers used as a stepping stone are nonsense. That is our existence. If we have a manager that has success and plays good football, he's going to get offered bigger jobs. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, perhaps it's the same as our players. Um, Jonathan says Wilder. Uh, Ken says Muscat. Muscat. If Sheffield United sack Hackenbottom, will GR be the running for the Blades job? Uh, we had a conversation about this. Yeah, we, we had a conversation about this, I think, in the chat. And Ben, I, I know... We, we spoke about it, that unless Gary Rowett takes a team to the Premier League himself from the Championship, I think it's unlikely, and I think you're the same, um, it would be unlikely that he would get a Premier League job off the bat, I think. Just just can't see it. Well, on what basis? He's never managed in the Premier League. I just don't. There'd be no. someone out there that you would want to get with Premier League experience. If it's a Sheffield United, you're looking at someone who can potentially get you out of a lot of trouble. Mm. I, yeah, 100%. Unless he takes a team to the Premier League, I can't right. see him 
getting Ryan a Mason, job. Man. Oh, I mentioned yeah. Mason before, did they? No, Ryan Mason, uh, Mill TT Jones would be a dangerous choice. Having such an emotional coach manager could potentially be. Yeah, this is <laughs> we have so many. This... We can't see lining up. Yeah, could you imagine that? Red, yeah, like you, you read some of the stuff like he said when he was at Southampton, like the old. Um, <laughs> I've seen that guy. I'm trying to ignore it while I finish my sentence. Um, David, I think Dan's all week, mate. The Matt Brown, it. Saying Southampton, he was like arguing so. <laughs> I'm from a mining family. I've given up so much. I've had to move away mm. from beautiful Welsh women to, to come and do this and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's just waiting to all go off, isn't it? Well, it'll be QPR soon, potentially. <laughs> Sheffield United, the basket case owner, is crazy. Rowett is a choker. Um, what joker? Has Fleming's price tag gone down and what is he worth now? Uh, no, that's I'm an interesting point. Um, I think it's still quality. Ben. I think you see the quality, don't you? It's just not consistent enough, unfortunately. Let's ask Ben what he did with Fleming. Ben, what did you do with Zian Fleming? He got sold to Saudi for 21 million. I don't think we're getting anywhere near that, unfortunately. But no. yeah, just on a more serious answer, I think it was something that I said well, a few games into the season. That was the issue with us turning that sort of money down. He has to replicate what he done last year to get anywhere near the value mm. that we were offered in the summer. Yes, his, his form has improved. I'll be the first one to say that after being very critical of him. But, yeah, I think for a club like us to turn down, even north for 10 mil, I know we were holding out for 15 or the rumours mm. that we were. I think it's a very dangerous game to play for a club like for, us. For me, you know what? For me, Fleming, I don't mean he's a, technically he's a, he's a decent player, but he's not someone who creates loads of chances or gets loads of assists. He's, he's a goal scorer. And you need him in the box. And I know people say, oh, he's not a forward. We're keeping you up. Dan, you're right. Yeah, yeah. No, man, I'm quite tired now. <laughs> and, um, and another one who's yeah, well done. Yeah. <laughs> but the point I'm making is, oh, okay. yeah, we, we probably need to play him in that kind of forward position. Yeah, if he's not playing as an out-and-out striker, he has to play very, very close to that striker role. Like last season, like I said before, when you play just one striker and he filled in, as a, almost like a false nine at times and got in that box. Whereas this season, when we're playing two up front, you very rarely see him get in that kind of goal-scoring area. He's, he's always playing too deep when, when, when we're attacking or getting balls in and stuff like that. So I think he either needs to change his form, a position to into a forward or they've got to kind of somehow play, you know, one number nine and one, him as number 10 and get him in that forward area. I don't see him, I don't see the, the value he adds mm. to the team playing so deep in midfield. No, don't want not him at all. tackling, winning the ball. Do we want him scoring, you know? Absolutely. Uh, Rowett moaning about missing home, but then goes QPR. Big loss of respect in my eyes. If that yeah, does yeah. happen, I think that's that's a fair point. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Fleming is still a £10 million player. I'm not quite sure, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Barrett said in training they've been working on getting Fleming more involved. Let's hope so. Let's He needs to be. Let's face it, Ian has been well off at this season. He's at his best when he's putting himself about and running with the ball. He's clinical, but we haven't created nearly anything. 100%. Yeah. Um, Dan, you are copping it tonight. Serial killer Dan. And the next comment, does Dan still have growing pains? Um, he is, you you are copping it tonight. Yeah. Don't piss him off. I've got to get a training in tomorrow. He's going to be on, on, on the Stellas. So, you'll make it to Watford. Him, him and Omar have a competition. <laughs> Who's going to drink the most beer? Yeah, that's true. Houston to uh, to Watford. I've got a I've, I've I've referee the uh, the match. You baby, you babysitting tomorrow, Joe? I am. I know. I take a couple a couple of kids out. 
Phil Fleming is frustrated by our style of play. Hopefully, whoever comes in can build around him and, and Denor. Absolutely, completely agree. Uh, the problem is we only ever attack down the wings. A few times we've gone through the middle of the season, we've scored Fleming out of the game the way we attack completely. Jan transfer window slowly coming, hence why Zian been scoring and playing better. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. This is fantastic. Mm. Dan is doing his dating app face. Um, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to leave that comment on for a while because that's really funny. Um, as we talk about... Oh, God. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going to go with this one. No, I'm going with this one. Taking the kids out, Daddy Joe confirmed. <laughs> we travel to vicarage road tomorrow mm. um a lot a few of the lads on the pods going our northern correspondent unfortunately isn't able to make it but there'll be a few of us there tomorrow so, so if you do <laughs> yeah if you yeah that is true actually if oh, you yeah. um if you see us come and say hello um as always um It'd be great to meet some of you guys tomorrow. Watford, are we expecting, apart from the obvious in Joe Bryan, who's obviously out injured after the game on Tuesday, are we expecting any other changes? And if so, who? What's interesting, if Joe Bryan, obviously, he's not going to play, the only player going to play there is going to be um, Murray Wallace. Oh, yeah, Ryan then... Longman. Ryan Longman. Or, yeah, but, or would you put would you put that, Adam Malakai in? Because otherwise, what's the point? I would love to put Malakai in, but I don't know if Watford away is the game you want to sort of get well, when in. Is, start when, his... is the good, when is the good time to put him I in? I know, I know, I know. But I mean, Watford away is it's a tricky one. I, I'd like to see Longman probably playing that in that role. Um, but if not, then yeah, Malakai would be uh, would be a great great option, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I do see it's kind of it's a bit of a tough game to put him in. Uh, I don't think Watford are, are, are anywhere near what they were, so it's not the end of the world to give them an opportunity. But I, I, no. I'm not sure. I think Longman would be the the obvious one. Um, mm. I mean, the, the Daily Mill started early, two 0 defeat, red card for SA. That's <laughs> interesting. I think Stevens <laughs> saying <laughs> Ralph uh, House and Hutt. I think that was the, sound no, the manager, the manager was yeah. yeah, yeah. I think um, probably, um, I like him. I think he's a very good manager. I think that's someone would probably be a bit out. Of Mm. Honeyman in for Mitchell. Oh, this is this, this is it. One one bars. <laughs> but no, hold on. This this is fantastic. Uh, do you guys? Some of the guys in the comments. Joe, what are you putting in Dan's pack lunchbox? <laughs> well, I've got um, some uh, some cheesy uh, crunchy dippers for him. I've got some uh, food shoots, and uh, what else do you like? Scotch egg. Oh, and, Joe. Uh, I, I'm, and a figure of fudge. Yeah. Oh, Joe, you're gi- you're giving your you're giving your age away there with some of those choices, mate. Um, <laughs> isn't isn't Watford up north? Well, it's not. It's not quite northern for Ben, but um, to be fair, for the rest of us, uh, that's where the that's where the Midlands starts. I think for me, to be honest. <laughs> We always beat Watford. I think Watford won three one. They will come on. Watford we'll haven't beaten last. us since. No, don't do this. Oh, I won't oh, say it. No, don't. Oh, you, don't. You, know where, you know where I'm going from, don't you? We, yeah, we're a bit of their bogey side for, aren't we? Really. Ryan Mason. Uh, Joe started talking, and Dan looked like he was ready for bed. Uh, living it up, Joe. You're boring, Dan. <laughs> At, I, I have to agree with you that one. I was thinking that. 
That's why I thought I was, I was sending him to sleep. Wasn't Malachi the weird-looking bloke in Children of the Corn? Uh, Savlin for Mitchell. I'd love to see that, but I'm not sure. The Daily Mill Turkey Twizzlers. Um, early 80s horror film. Yeah, uh, Mike, notice Stephen is happy this week. The heat is off him and on the others. Sorry, Love Island, Hot Pants, uh, Crime Watch. The, 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 heat isn't, the heat isn't off me. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Uh, if I see Joe tomorrow, I'll buy you a chicken balty pie. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Enjoy that. Don't buy your, uh, yeah, your advice. I think I'll pass on that one. 4 4 1 to Watford. No, no oh, baby oh, bell. Yeah. Daddy Joe out. It's true. I think Billy the dog. I've got the baby bell Omar's cut lunch. Omar's on the baby bell and the fruit shoot. <laughs> I think Billy looked off space every day, but lack of game time didn't help. I completely, yeah. completely agreed. He wearing the the heat. Biggie, I've no idea what you're talking about there, mate. Do you want to redo that one? Uh, two nil Millwall, Bradshaw Brace. Right, Ben. Come on in, Ben. I know what you're going to say here, and you're going to give us an in-depth reason as to why. What is your prediction for the game tomorrow? I wasn't going to give an in-depth reason. I was going to yeah, but I want positive. one. Okay. <laughs> I was going to be positive after... If we'd have gone straight from Preston into this game, I would have been positive and said we'll get a result. So I'm going to say we're going to get a point and go one all. Right. I'm sorry, but I'm doing this. Is that in depth enough? I can't bring it up on my screen, but for the for the benefit of the listeners, um, he's, Ben's uh, messages in the that Mill podcast WhatsApp group where I've had a few lemonades and I'm ready to tell everyone we're winning 4 0 tomorrow. Where's that energy gone? Where's where's that energy gone then? All those comments and the fact that I've eaten a huge fucking curry. But um <laughs> he's got a food coma now. Look, he's all yeah, food coma. Uh, no, go on, fuck it. Yeah, we'll, we'll win. Not quite 4 0. We'll Not quite 4 0, but I think we'll win. Okay. Uh Connor, Connor, not one. Adam Ten Hag is at the wheel. Uh, Joe, can I get your prediction for the uh, match result tomorrow? <laughs> Adam Ten Hag. Um, I mean, so what your hot pants is the heat. Big E, don't you start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what for having conceded the last two games? And oh, don't TT. If I see his name, it haunts me. You're um, making him emotional. I know. I think, I think it'd be a very, very close affair. So what for the last couple of games, I said, are playing, you know, well, they've got two two wins. I think it's against, um, was it against Swansea and someone else? I can't it was now. Um, I reckon um, it'd be a tight, tight yeah. game. And I reckon it's going to go, I reckon it'd be 1-0 Millwall and ZM Fleming scoring. How much pocket money, Daddy Joe? <laughs> <laughs> well, they start off with £2.50 each. <laughs> and then they behave themselves on the train. <laughs> They get an extra 50 pence when we get to Watford. Uh, oh, one, two, Wolves, Fleming, Fleming SA. Oh, God. Dan, can you sort me out an eighth uh, when the grow is ready? <laughs> it, Panzer, Phil Parkinson all day long if he would come. Uh, David's quickly rebuffed that and gone, no, Phil, not no. Phil Parkinson. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh, <laughs> are they all blurred out West Ham picks behind Ben? Hashtag embarrassing. <laughs> Where's that come from? The screen's all blurred out, isn't it? Blurred That's why. Now, mate. We need to yeah, right, hold on. How do I do that? Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Take it out. You'll, you'll see Paul all over his walls. <laughs> no. uh, very, very northern. They're all, I like his pictures. Oh, right. Uh, I won't have, I'm not, I don't care what any, I'm not having any Oasis slander no, and, in no, the chat. Oasis, no. You will be banned from the chat <laughs> if there's any Oasis slander. That one there is my pride and joy. That's a picture of Frankie Dottori for any racing fans in the chat. <laughs> Predicting the championship is ridiculous. I just hope it's more Preston than it was at Norwich. We're capable of batting yeah. and also being absolute shit. Either way, we'll be loud and that away. And absolutely, TT, absolutely, there's, um, yeah. there's 2,000 of us going. I think there was over 2,000 tickets sold. So, um, Dan, prediction for tomorrow, please. Um, I've done a few predictions for a couple of various different outlets going into the build-up for the game. I'm just going to stick with what I've done. Based on zero logic whatsoever, I think it's going to be 2-2 two, two tomorrow. 2-2. Two, two. Boys, beware of the worthers. Uh, <laughs> I, I I can never go against... I can never go against um, us. Uh, 1-0. I'll go 1-0. I just... I don't think... I don't think we'll get beat. I, I'll be honest with you. I think tomorrow the game... I don't think it's going to be a particularly great game. I don't think they particularly score many goals. We don't... Nah. Um, score too many goals. So, as long as they get a real nil ball, you know, I, I, one one nil to us, two one. I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll take it. It'd be a very close game. Dean Smith with John Terry, experienced championship manager, and has got a bit of promoted out of this league. I'm not too sure. No way to parks and I remember who's manager. I asked me before, and up and he sat there looking resigned. No passion, no nothing. Yeah. MFC 1885. Don't look back in anger. Remain SA. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That is that is very very good. Um, you wanker. <laughs> last time I went Watford was North Four on Boxing Day and Lomas was sacked. Um, <laughs> Bad memory. We might hear one song from the home end. Oh, they have a drum, sure. don't they? Oh yeah, they do, don't they? Mm. Um, <laughs> Watford so nil, Mill one. one. Yeah, that's my prediction as well. Omer tweeted earlier this week, other than his video, which has gone absolutely viral, um, of the sign being stolen. He also tweeted earlier this week that he thinks the worst Millwall chant is Millwall don't need a drum. Hmm. <laughs> uh, back to the wall, you young lads that are going to fell and John is about Millwall <laughs> TT. I guess we'll have to roll with it again. Big fan of that. <laughs> Love that TT. Um, line up. 4-3-3, Bart Longman, Harding, Coops, Cuffey, Sav, Campbell, Denore, Fleming, Bradshaw and Mackie. I, I don't know. I'm not what sure. We, we, we seem to play better against Preston than we did mm. at home against Blackburn. And we started with five against Preston, or mm. three, if you want to call it. Well, there's um, so think... and also might be fit for tomorrow as well. Yeah, so it, it it depends who's who's nine <laughs> at the back four on Watford. Um, Alex has asked uh, Oasis or Stone Roses. Oasis. Yeah, it's got to be Oasis, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I watched them live at Wembley. Um, their first like, big one. I'm not sure if it's night. It might be about two thousand actually. That was an amazing <laughs> concert. And the song <laughs> I remember was um, "Cigarettes and Alcohol." Massive at the time it came out. Rock and roll star. Oh, quality. No booze being sold in the way and tomorrow apparently either. Comical. Yeah, don't uh, worry, Dan, because um, Dan and Omar will be tanked up by the time we get there anyway. We don't know what's them. Champagne Supernore. That's amazing. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, let's have Champagne Supernova. Uh, <laughs> Alex. Uh, Stone Rose is 100%. Oh, 
sing it so well, we'll get a copyright strike, and we don't want that. So. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> back unrivaled. Uh, oh, Ben's gone. Oh, Eustace ben. is. Uh, he's still sleeping to his curry, isn't he? Right, number two, Jones, not a chance. Must get no experience out of his league. <laughs> We've got a better chance of winning away than round our way. Absolutely, I, I do agree with that. But mm. I just, I, I think the game tomorrow is just going to be a bit. I don't know. It just they don't score many goals. We don't score many goals. They're low in confidence. We're low in confidence. It just, do you know what I mean? It. I'll say this now. It probably end up being like four three or something ridiculous. But I, I talked I'm, to my um, my mate's a Watford fan, and um, obviously he's going to the game, and he feels quite optimistic by it all. He reckons in their eyes they've turned the corner a little bit. They're playing better. They're winning games, and he's quietly confident that he's going to beat. Um, they're going to beat Millwall. So it'd be interesting to see how it pans out. I mean, two lines. That's not a bad yeah. because it allows us to yeah, do a thing, counter, yeah, yeah. defend and, and, and catch them on a break, maybe, you know? Uh, Oasis all day, 100%. Um, Carl, Bracey, Blur or Oasis. I was really lucky, um, Carl. I got to, uh, went to see Blur at Wembley um, a couple of months ago, a couple of less from the pod come as well, and they were absolutely amazing, but Oasis are better. Yeah. So, um, in, in my opinion, of course, um, <laughs> 2 0 for the Lions and Denori to score. I'd love him to get on the score sheet. I reckon his celebration would be quite something. I reckon he'd go, he'd, pro- he'd probably end up in the crowd with us. Uh, mm-hmm. Round our way is an Oasis track. Yes, Alex. Thought Watford won the last two games. They had, uh, they won on in midweek, I think. But one they nil, yeah, 1 0. Yeah, one one nil. Sheffield Wednesday at the weekend, both won. Yeah, that and was, Sheffield uh, Wednesdays, I'm not really. The 80th minute as well. Right, okay. um, they're not. They're not like you know smashing teams are they at the moment. Let's be honest. No, they are Oasis. They are Oasis. I lost the bet. Uh, I want to be the Nore again. Uh, Una, no. <laughs> I want to be the Nore. <laughs> yeah, like Dan, do you do? <laughs> Two for three and a half. Usual Oasis guys pissing coming. <laughs> right, guys, I think we're reaching the conclusion. We're under a little bit of an impression we might get something tomorrow across the board. You know, I think um, it's been a little bit flat under Adam Barrett. However, we've still got a bit of time. We're going to sort of do a little bit of a wrap up. I will come to Joe first. Any final words, words of wisdom or anything for the listeners? Wow. Um, I just, yeah, all we want to see is a bit of passion, don't we? A bit of passion, play a little bit on the front foot, um, win win your tackles, win your 50-50s, be up for it, press them from the front. That, That means everyone, not just Bradshaw. And, um, and and yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get a result. I mean, they're expecting to beat us, Watford. You know, we, we, we're not, we're not the favourites to win this game. So if we come away with a draw, you know, which, which might be the case, uh, we've got to see that as, as, a, as a good point away from home, you know. Um, I still don't know about Adam Barrett. You know, I can't make a mind up of him. You know, I'm happy for him to sort of take the bonus caretaker manager if that means another week or so. But I don't really want him in that job, in that seat. For until Christmas is, is what's been rumoured at the moment. So, um, but equally, you know, we want to get wins. If we win games, he stays on the job longer. So it's a bit of a I don't know what, what you what you prefer. But 
yeah, let's, let's just let's just let's just be up for it. Let's go let's go for it and um, give us something to cheer about. You know, absolutely, Steve. We'll see you there tomorrow. Uh, safe travels, Daily Mill. Thumbs up, uh, Dan. Same question to you. Words of wisdom and anything for the listeners. Uh, words of wisdom. Uh, not <laughs> oh, really. Jesus like, Christ. <laughs> Run, a, run around. He's going to get pelters on the right things. Insightful, mate. Yeah. Um, fucking yeah. hell. Listen, don't if I'm ever going to jump off, jump off a fucking building, don't do that. <laughs> All right? He'll just um, finish me off. And for everyone, go and see you tomorrow. We'll be loud and we'll do our thing and just like the players can do theirs. Can they, if everyone uh, does see Dan tomorrow, can they cheer him up, give him a hug? Give him a hug. Thanks, give, guys. Give, give him a fruit shoot. <laughs> Come on, you lions. Uh, David, uh, love the show, lads. Make sure you like and subscribe. Thank you. I'll come back to that in a minute. Daniel Barrett, Wonder Wall, of course. Uh, Ted Striker, cheers, lads. Good show. Chris Brown, it's going to piss down. Don't wear shorts. You were moaning about the shorts <laughs> jokes earlier, Chris, and now you've... Uh, Bradshaw's mum has got it going on. That's on repeat in the Ben Green household. Ben. Yeah. Words of wisdom, uh, anything to say about the Pizza Hut in Old Trafford, Bradder's <laughs> mum, the curry, or any words of wisdom for tomorrow? Curry was good. Um, Pizza Hut at Old Trafford. Uh, Old Trafford? The Trafford Centre. Uh, Trafford Centre, not Old Trafford, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, we still, yeah, the day trippers, no one likes them, so um, could be better. <laughs> what was the other one? Bradder's mum. Well... <laughs> Well, I don't need to say anything about Bradders, mum. And words of wisdom on tomorrow. Yeah, I actually think Watford might suit us, similar to Preston in a way. I think they're going to come on to us a bit more. And I think we all seem to think that that suits us a little bit better when teams come on to us rather than Mm. it be a bit more like it was midweek where we're having a little bit more of the ball. So, yeah, I, I think... Yeah, it may suit us tomorrow. Uh, it be interesting to see if he does make any changes, whether Amaku does 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 stay on in the starting lineup. Um, but yeah, I think we'll win. Excellent. Give Dan a hug day. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Would yeah. <laughs> be really Dan funny. Be there, so random it. people just see Dan and just give him a hug. Like just <laughs> random people from all directions. <laughs> and after the first two or three hugs, he'll he'll obviously know what's going on then and he'll just accept it. Like he won't, he won't, he won't fight it off. He'll be like, "Yeah, go on then. All right, you know, I, I just take it." If you see Dan, don't say anything. <laughs> just hug him. Just give him a hug. <laughs> I just say it'll, it'll be all right, Dan. It'll be all right. Cheers, fellas. Always great show. Thanks, Alex. Uh, Mill TT. See you all tomorrow. Come and say hello. Absolutely. Um, before I t- sort of do a little bit of a wrap up, if you can also jump over to Mill uh, Drive Homes uh, TT's channel, give him a like and subscribe as well. Really good mm-hmm. stuff going on over there so that'd be cool uh if you can support him as well uh obviously been supporting us tonight which we very much appreciate alex ocean color scene paul weller and noel Gallagher did a wicked cover of day tripper uh i will have to check that out actually um alex yeah i've seen that it's top draw we'll have to have a look at that and this comment here i'm going to leave this one this will be the last one i put on the screen and there is a reason behind it and while i do my outro from the lion blue at the moment regardless with what's going on get behind the lions I think mm. it's important that whoever the new manager is, we may all have disagreements on it. We may all not. Um, it might not be our first choice, but whoever it is is going to have to come in and hit the ground running and we're going to have to do everything we can to get yeah. behind them. Their potential first game, if it goes through, which I'm not sure, could be Southampton at home, which is a tough start. So 
Um, you know, it, that could be, you know, we're going to have to get behind him there or Sheffield Wednesday, which is the banana skin at the moment. Thanks to everybody who's been listening tonight. Um, as someone said earlier, you guys give up your Friday nights to listen to us waffle on about Millwall. Uh, we do it because we love we love taking a piss out of each other. And I can't look at Danny. You're right, mate. <laughs> I'm fine, mate. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> listen, Dan, straight to bed after this. I'll tell you what, if yeah, you don't get up in the morning and you miss a train, I'm going to go about you. All right. Um, late, late we also need to try and get a bit more of a smile clearly on Dan's face. So if we can get three points tomorrow, yeah. Um, I think you know, everyone's, everyone's going with the, the, the betting line, line is over. See the video of me at Plymouth. Surely. Oh yeah. To, yeah. To be fair. To be fair, Mill. Um, no, the Mill official account posted a little video, didn't they? The fans celebrating, and it was Dan right at the front. Absolutely loving life um, after one of the goals, so it is in there. But tonight he's just been a little bit. Um, he's been a little bit. Uh, I've uh, just checked on Betfair, Stephen, as well. And over over five and a half hugs is even money. So <laughs> lump on, lads, lump oh, on. Yeah. If, if, we, if we can get six people to hug Dan tomorrow, that's brilliant. <laughs> Oh, you're going to get so many tomorrow and it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, guys, <laughs> please, please like and subscribe. Follow us across YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram. And also, sorry, Stephen, of... to interrupt you there yeah. while you're in your full flow. Before I forget, just so we know you've, you've lasted this long for the show, let's get a hashtag hug Dan. Hashtag hug Dan. That's all we want to see. Yeah, can we get that on Twitter? Get it on Twitter. Get it on the <laughs> on the Facebook, YouTube, the lot. Hashtag hug Dan. Um, that's been that Friday night live. We've had Joe Zampa, um, Ben Green, and the smiley, happy, wonderful face of Dan Sexton. Um, thank you very much for joining us. As always, like and subscribe. We'll see you all tomorrow at Watford, and we'll be back for another live show on Sunday evening. Come on, you lions! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.